Welcome to the PKN Podcast, where we give you the wrap on all things packaging. Welcome to the PKN Packaging News Podcast. My name's Grant McCarran, and once again, I'm joined by Lindy Hewson, Managing Editor and Publisher of PKN Packaging News and the host of this show. G'day, Lindy. How are you doing today, and what's happening with this episode? Hi, Grant. I'm doing great. Finally, the sun is shining and <laughs> the waters are subsiding. So uh, we're feeling more positive up here in Sydney. Um, now, I'm also very excited because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is digital packaging print. We're going to be looking at the value that this has for brand owners with insights from the print supplier Luminar and its customer, the rising star brand owner Mingle Seasoning. Joining us in the studio, we have the MD of Luminar, Matt Ellis, and the founder of Mingle Seasoning, Jordan Evans. Welcome to the PKN Podcast. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, Lindy. Well, I think a good place to start, especially for our listeners, will be if each of you could give us some background on your company. Jordan, let's start with you. Can you give us the whistle-stop version of the Mingle journey so far and how you have been shaking up the seasoning shelf? Yeah, sure. Um, So I started Mingle six years ago in my kitchen. I, uh, at the time, was a marketing manager for a drinks company called Cappy Sparkling. And Cappy were trying to disrupt the drinks category with an all-natural offering. So in that job, I started to actually discover what was in in drinks um, and more broadly what was in my food. Uh, This particular Sunday afternoon... I went to my pantry, I was meal prepping my meals for the week, went to my pantry to grab my seasoning and I'd never thought twice of what was in my seasoning that specific day, turned the label around and discovered a few ingredients that I didn't didn't think was necessary in, in seasonings, being added sugar, high amounts of salt, emulsifiers, flowers and vegetable oil. Um, so went to the supermarket, went to the herbs and spice aisle, was not inspired, couldn't find a better for you option. Um, and I grew up in small business. My dad was a tradie for 40 years. And so the light bulb moment was then. Um, and yeah, I quit my job, sold my car, moved back home and had a vision to shake not just the herbs and spice aisle up, um, but just to provide better tasting options for, for everyone. That sounds like a wonderful start to what I hope is going to be an incredible story for Mingle Seasoning. Matt, now Mingle is one of your clients, but let's look at the Luminar business. Can you tell me a bit about your beginnings and where you're going? Yeah, so um, Luminar has been around for about four and a half, nearly five years now. And uh, I actually started in the print industry when it was called Avonlea Labels, my dad's company. So I've been in the industry now for about 11 years. My dad actually started this business out of our garage in 2005. Um, my, my dad was on the press, a two little two-color um, two flexo press, and my mom was doing the books and answering the phones. Um, and then I, I too come from an online marketing background, uh, focusing in Google advertising, and um, uh, I actually just needed a final sale at the end of the week and I cold called my dad and said, hey, get rid of Yellow Pages. Let's give you a website for free and some uh, Google advertising. And that's what really um, what was the catalyst to getting him out of the garage. Um, and 
I joined the business 11 years ago when I was the fifth employee. Um, and what I noticed in the industry or in, in our business was that we were saying a lot of no's and, um, and not enough yeses. And what I identified is that a lot of people wanted high skew variation and low order quantities. And in some sense, we, we did have a bit of a digital footprint, but not a lot. And um, I just had a chat to my dad and said, look, we need to take this digital um, labels thing seriously. Uh, and soon after, he flew me down to Melbourne to negotiate our first Indigo Press. Um, and the rest is really history. Uh, you know, when I bought the business four and a half years ago, um, I just changed it to Avenue Labels and Packaging. I didn't really like the sound of that. I really wanted to create a brand that was new and inspiring, uh, particularly around what, what, who I am as a person um, and, and enabled me to 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 really do more than just labels and packaging. And, and that for me is the vision for the business looking forward. But now we're really, uh, we're a hybrid digital labels and flexible packaging facility. Um, and we've been fortunate to grow from around 12, um, a team of 12 when I bought the business to about 22 now. Um, and we really see the catalyst of that uh, being the digital flexible packaging space. So what does the name Luminar mean? Why did you choose Luminar? Um, I really chose Lumina because I wanted to focus on shedding light on other um, other people's products. Um, what, what we really focus on is the SME um, and innovative big box. So for us, I really want to focus on giving the SME an opportunity to compete with big box as well. Um, and it wasn't enough. For, I mean, Jordan knows as well. It's not enough just to have a uh, a plain label on a pouch. And that's where you started when we when we worked together, Jordan. And um, and then to, to move into something uh, uh, more inspiring and, um, and, and that's, that's the whole concept behind the brand. So, Jordan, what made you seek out Luminar as a packaging partner? Being a startup entrepreneur, you obviously are enrolling people in your vision. And when I started Mingle, you know, my quantities were very low and I, I wanted service but, and I wasn't getting it because of my quantities. Um, and my label supplier was treating me based on the quantities and not enrolled in Mingle's vision. So we were looking for a supplier that was going to grow with our business and give us the same level of service despite our quantities. Um, and then as Matt mentioned, I originally started Mingle outside of the supermarket shelves. Um, so we started with craft uh, craft paper bags with spices in the bags and we would hand label uh, the stickers onto the sachets and then we transitioned to a polypropylene film. Um, so those stages of, you know, going from small to medium quantities to now supermarket quantities, we wanted someone on that whole journey um, and that's why we also chose Matt. I see our suppliers as an extension of our team and so as much as, you know, pricing, the quality of the film and the service is really important, um, the last extension to that is just working with really awesome human beings um, and I would consider Matt someone that just goes above and beyond. Um, and, yeah, whether it's 10 p.m. at night or a text message or a phone call, like the service is above and beyond. Gosh, Matt, you must have paid Jordan well for that. <laughs> I'm well. just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, of course, the beauty, Matt, of digital print allows you to take an order of one. <laughs> Isn't that so? So what challenges did Mingle present to you and how did you solve them with your packaging offering? 
Sure. Well, look, look, like Jordan mentioned, what they really wanted to do is is to have a scalable solution. And um, Jordan's done a really good job to create what is essentially a cult following in the social uh, through the social media um, channels. And um, what Jordan wanted to do and I wanted to facilitate was an alignment of of packaging with the, the online um, marketing initiatives. And I suppose that's what um, a lot of businesses are missing um, and what digital flexible packaging and labels can facilitate. So what is the thinking behind printed film rewind technical term, but perhaps you can explain what that means and then tell me what you're thinking there. Yeah, essentially you're printing on um, a film that has a high um, oxygen and water transmission rate or barrier, uh, and we're printing on those films. Um, and those films typically go through um, a fill um, a fill form machine um, or some sort of wrapper machine. And uh, what we do is we work in with our suppliers and their co-packers in, in some instances to ensure that the specifications meet their requirements. Um, obviously, oxygen barriers for, for spices is a really a critical element. We don't want to be able to smell the spices through the packaging, and we definitely don't want water going into the packaging. Um, so that's uh, first and foremost a very important aspect. Um, but just to make sure that um, we the, the product, apart from that, the product has to be, the product that we supply intermingle into in, in this instance needs to be sealable through those machines okay and sometimes that can be problematic with spices because the little grains get all over the place and prevent the the final seal so um jordan do you have a co-packer packing your spices at the moment Yes. Yeah, so I did mention that um, Mingle started in my kitchen and my lovely mother, eight hours within the day, would be um, putting the spices in the bottles and, and the little craft paper um, packets. But yes, now we have outsourced to a third party manufacturer. Um, so we have a specific one for our sachets um, and then also a different one for our canisters and bottles. And you also mentioned, I just wanted to ask you about your distribution. So you're going, your channels are online as well as now supermarket. Are you also in specialty stores? Yeah. So the transition with the business was we started online really to build that uh, direct relationship with the customer um, and really to focus on building the community and the customer base. Um, I, my previous job, we were working already with supermarkets um, and I didn't want to be at the mercy of the retailer. I really wanted to own the customer group and then say, hey, guys, this is the customer group that we can bring to your store. So we started with online and then we moved to a health uh, distributor called Unique Health that distribute still our product um, six years on. Um, they distribute it all to health food stores and independent supermarkets. And then about three years ago, we started trials with Coles and Woolworths. Now we have 15 products in Woolworths nationally um, and we have currently five products in Coles and we're launching eight new products this year into Coles. Well, that's really exciting. So that growth in volume, can you give me an estimate in terms of what that volume is now compared to your volume of one at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are ordering hundreds of thousands, I, I would say, um, sachets and bottles. That's really great for your business, Matt, because you you came in at the beginning and um, thanks to your packaging, things are picking up for Jordan as well. 
Now, Jordan, what has been the response to the new packaging from consumers? Um, So overall, the packaging has been super positive. Packaging plays a huge part in our business. So since day one, standing in that herbs and spice aisle, I was not inspired by any of the packaging there. It was all uniformed. It was all, you know, that that category is all about flavour and it was it was bland, it was universal, and there was no disruptor in that category. So we've come in and we've got a different sachet. Our, our sachets pop on shelf. They've got, you know, a range of different colours. Um, and something I, I had a vision for and it's really come to life is when people hold that mingle sachet or bottle, they feel something and they're compelled to share it with people. So we've been blown away by how many people post their meal and hold their mingle bottle or sachet going, I'm part of part of this. Um, and the reality is, is people aren't doing that with, you know, another, you know, conglomerate brand that's on the herbs and spice aisle. And I hold, you know, a lot of that I think is attributed to the packaging um, and the branding that we've created. Well, that's a fantastic endorsement of both the packaging and the branding. Now, I am, I did want to ask the question, Mingle, how did you come up with that name? <laughs> um, when I started the business, I flicked through the dictionary and I was looking for a punchy short name and Mingle came um, through that discovery. Mingle means so much more to me nowadays, though. Um, it means, and it's really the mission of the business. So the mission of the, and the purpose of the business is to bring people together and for food to be a vehicle to make people more confident and connected. And that's what mingle means to me. So there's so many different meanings, like the spices coming together, that's mingling, people coming together. Um, but yeah, the, the meaning behind the brand is all around people, food and connection. Now, a central part of the success of this, Matt, as we referred to before, has been um, the ability for digital print to, to really s- to step up to the plate here, so to speak, um, although we don't use plates in digital printing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would like you to get your take. Now, you've been in the industry for quite some time. You have been one of the pioneers in digital print in the country. What is your take on the future direction of the printing and packaging? Um, industry? Yeah, well, if we can just go a couple steps back, just around um, uh, being a part of the Mingle brand, if, if I may, it, for me, it's a really proud moment to, 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 to be able to um, complement Jordan's business and the brand Mingle for me is, is, is exactly what I'm in this business to do, um, to be able to uh, facilitate growth and Again, Jordan mentioning her purpose for, for, for me and, and the talent in my company, our purpose is to uh, help businesses sustainably innovate, uh, to sustainably innovate and grow with confidence. Um, and to hear Jordan's journey and to, to hear her conviction and confidence. Um, it, it, for me, it was, it was just really an alignment of, of, of what we're trying to do. So, uh, thanks for sharing, Jordan. For me, it's a really proud moment. And to answer your question around where I see the future of digital, uh, my look, my one of my biggest goals is to make labels and packaging as easy to purchase as a pair of shoes. And 
what I really want to be um, promoting is a digital first mindset and not just in the sense of digital print, but also in the way that we run and operate our business, our processes and procedures, the way in which we communicate uh, both internally and to our customers and suppliers with the feeling um, uh, and with the feeling of digital and really to, to be doing that um, in, in a digital way and uh, with the way that us Gen Y millennials are, Jordan and I especially, we're very mobile people and uh, time is becoming more and more valuable. And what we're trying to do is to facilitate, in everything we do, we want to facilitate saving time. We want um, uh, our relationships with our customers to be scalable. Um, we want uh, the way in which we communicate inside our business to be scalable. And we really see um, uh, digital as, as a way to facilitate that. Um, we all know that talent is really, really hard to find. And it's not to say that it means we hire less people, but what we wanna do is we want to encourage our tech stack um, to, to, um, to ensure that our talent in the business are doing meaningful things. And they're not just, um, you know, running that hamster wheel, going around in circles, right? We want a single source of truth and we feel that digital is the way to do that. So the way that I see the future, um, things will continue to get easier and many, many industries have adopted the digital first mindset and which is why we're able to sit down and have conversations like this um, remotely uh, and not face-to-face. -face. And um, I don't see the, the, the print and packaging industry uh, being any different. So I'm going to pick up on two things there. The first that you, thing that I want to talk about is you mentioned the phrase sustainably innovate. So we haven't really touched on sustainable materials that might be available to Jordan to use. Is Luminar working on any specific materials that might be able to make that for Mingle to make that next leap to have an even more sustainable solution? Yeah, well, I see uh, in, in terms of my purpose, there are two meanings to sustainability, but with with regards to providing an economical solution for Jordan and and uh, and Mingle, absolutely, we do have a um, Australian certified home compostable solution, um, and we're about to roll out a um, a paper based high barrier um, monolayer structure, um, and that's a fully recyclable structure. Soon, Apco will be certifying that as well. Um, it's already certified in Europe and um, uh, a, a lot of Asian countries as well as the US. So. It's a huge part of what we're doing, and um, I'm spending a lot of time and resources ensuring that whatever we do do in the future is with the, the focus of sustainability. So you, when you say APCO will be certifying it, you mean it will be going through the process of uh, the prep tool, will be certifying it so that you can put the Australasian recycling label on that packaging? Correct. Okay, great. And the other point that you made was that how kind of nimble and flexible you are being able to respond to the needs of the modern entrepreneur. Now, Jordan, as the modern entrepreneur in the room, <laughs> and we have spoken a bit about how important packaging is in your overall brand mix, but essentially how important really is it? Do you start at the packaging? Just explain to me a bit about your business process when you're coming up with a new product concept. Um, yeah, I might share a, a story of how I got our um, Mingle shakers into Coles, which really did start from the packaging. So 
We were lucky enough to get a trial in Coles with uh, 10 stores. Um, And at the time, we had a specific shaker that looked like a conglomerate uh, competitor's bottle. Now, um, the supermarket informed us that we would have to um, change our bottle in order to get more distribution. So I stood at the herbs and spice aisle and I was like, what bottle are we going to use? Like, how are we going to make this happen? Um, And so that was the first decision that we made in order to launch our canisters into Coles. We decided to go with a um, non-transparent canister, um, similar to, it kind of looks like a a toilet paper roll. Um, But that was the first decision. Now, when we pitched that back to Coles, the buyer was like, if you move to that packaging, I will take you nationally. And um, Matt helped us throughout that whole transition of going to source that canister um, to launching it with very tight timelines. But, yeah, first and foremost, that decision um, packaging led led the way of how we were, yeah, what canister. Obviously, the branding um, played a huge part, has played a huge part in, in Mingle success. Um, but specifically for the launch of canisters in Coles, um, packaging was the leader and that's how we led that project. So you've now got national distribution. You're coming up with eight new products that will be going into Coles. You've got 15 in Woolworths, you in herb and spices stores or natural food stores rather. Uh, you're selling online. What's next for Mingle? <laughs> that's what's next. No, um, we currently are focusing on the eight products that we're launching in Coles. I think we, we do have huge ambitions to continue to disrupt other supermarket categories, but I am a big believer of focusing and doing things properly and building this business the right way. Um, we could launch in right now five other categories. Right now we are focusing on two to three doing them well, owning the pantry category, and then continuing to build from there. We also still have our online business and we use that as a platform to continue to innovate and disrupt. So we test new flavors um, on our online business. And then once our customers validate it, we then transition that over to the independent and supermarket um, side of the business. So the digital part of Matt's business certainly helps with that. um, And that's kind of you know, always happening. So we have a lot of new flavors launching on our online website. And then the focus is those eight products in Coles this year. Matt, did you want to add something? Yeah. And uh, look, what, what I really love about the approach Mingle's taking and why I think uh, the modern entrepreneur is so different is that Jordan and her team collaborate with us when they have ideas. I feel that that is truly an innovation in and of itself. We, we love working in with, uh, with Jordan and Mingle and, and any SME. Um, I think there is a real advantage to business with, for businesses like Jordan's that actually do involve their other suppliers and leverage off of us as a resource in their business. And I feel that that is really lacking in the industry. Very few of my customers um, connect with myself and, and the talent in my team when they do have ideas. And I feel that it's a huge, it's a huge win for Jordan and Mingle um, to to have that mindset straight out the gate. 
Um, it makes perfect sense, and I feel like it's an element that's really missing. And I think that that's going to be starting that that will start happening more and more. Um, you know, we all know that it's a really FMCG is is, is a highly competitive, fast growing market, uh, and to be successful in it, I think you do need to do a lot of, a lot more of that. Matt, you just made me really present to every product that we've pitched into the supermarket. The first sachet that I pitched to the mainstream buyer, I went into an IGA, I grabbed a sachet, I put contact over it and a mingle label, and I didn't even know how we were going to create it. Similar to the canisters and also the sources. So we've pitched every product conceptually and worked with Lumina to go, how are we going to do it? And it's through that collaboration and through that that process that we've been able to pitch things that we didn't think were possible and they've made it possible. And when we've worked with other suppliers, they give us fixed timelines, you know, it's really murky and we wouldn't have been able to bring those deals to life if it wasn't for having a flexible partner like Matt. Well, that's really good to hear. Um, Getting that design, packaging design thought process going at the beginning of new product development is actually key to success in this um, day and age for sure. Now, Jordan, I do have to ask, I'm sure everyone wants to know, is your mum still working hard in the business? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. So my dad uh, was lucky enough to sell his business last year. And so he's retired and mum does not blend spices anymore. She cheers on the sideline and that's how I like it. I am incredibly grateful for my family and the support that they've given me in those, you know, early few years. She would pack out online orders. She would smell like paprika for five days a week. Um, But, yeah, it's pretty special. I have two incredible business partners now, Mark and um, Adam, um, and an incredible team, um, Liam, Jess, and Emma. Um, And, yeah, they, they kind of hold me. Um, support me um, and also make me look good because I'm certainly not running a lot of these functions. Um, They're, yeah, leading the way. Well, I'm sure they'll like to hear that when they listen to the podcast. Now, Matt, I'm going to get you get the last word. Tell us what's next for Luminar. Uh, We've got a lot in the pipeline happening at the moment. I, I can't say too much, but it's definitely around our digital stack and ensuring that we've got a very on demand, fast turnaround service. Um, definitely watch this space. We'll be rolling out a couple things within the next uh, couple months. Um, so what's next? Uh, a lot more automation, better communication, um, team alignment. Uh, you'll, you'll start, you guys will start seeing a lot of passion coming through the business and uh, we're really, really excited for the future of packaging, that's for sure. Well, I'm excited for both businesses and thank you so much for joining us on the PKN podcast. It's fantastic to hear the success story that we've just heard today. Thanks, Lindy. Thank you so much. Well, thanks to you both. And of course, thanks to Lindy. And naturally, thanks to our audience for joining us today. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, you can follow us in your favorite podcatcher to ensure you get every episode just as soon as they're released. We'll be back in the not too distant future with another informative discussion. But until then, have a great day. The PKN Podcast is produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of PKN Packaging News, owned and published by Yaffa Media. The views of the people featured on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of PKN Packaging News, Yaffa Media, or the guest's employer. 
The contents are copyright by Yaffa Media. If you wish to use any of this podcast audio, please contact us via the website or send an email to editor at packagingnews.com.au. You can subscribe to this podcast via your preferred platform and read all the latest news on Australia's packaging industry at packagingnews.com.au. You've been listening to a Yappa Media Podcast. Southern Skies Media. 